Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. This is PJ. And I'm PK. Yeah. Do you notice I went straight into the um, saying who I was? Because usually <laughs> I'll say something dumb and you're like, and by the way, who are you? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, it's not that you say something dumb. You, you're a professional. Nah, but and, I'm a professional dummy. No, you're professional in this podcast world now. And you know how to navigate that, you know? So I, I, I like it. I mean, we're 80 some odd episodes in. I mean, we how are. many episodes does it make, does it take to make a professional? Depend, you, depends who you are, man. <laughs> I mean, some people are slow learners. I was going to say the world may never know because of the Tootsie Roll. You know, how many licks does it take to get to the center, center of a to, to the center of a Tootsie Roll pop? Right. Right. Anyways, that the, was the, the owl never got to it. The owl never got no. to it. Hey, so. I want to, I want, actually, I want, I would like to know from them, our listeners who have stuck around from the beginning by the time they get to this episode, because I know some people are like five episodes behind. Um, <laughs> what, what are we like now? Have we gotten better? Have we gotten worse? Are we professional? Are we exactly the same? Have we, have we grown in our ability to communicate and podcast? That's a good one. Diverse yeah. on the hill at gmail.com. That's where we want to hear from you. You can also do it on the IG at diversity on the hill. Because do you feel like you've grown at all? I feel like I've gotten more comfortable mm. uh, in having the conversations. I'm a little less nervous when we're about to record. Mm. And um, mm. I also feel like I, the listeners who've, who've journeyed with us this long know that we're growing together, right? And I feel more confident in expressing my feelings and mm. my thoughts uh, more freely than I did when we first started. I think I was a little bit more mm. reserved, but I don't know. I maybe that's to my go back maybe and, that's my problem. I was never nervous. <laughs> you don't have to be. I mean, man, I think I I think sometimes you need to be a little nervous so you don't say dumb things. <laughs> I, I mean, again, in, when you're having conversations, right? Which is what we're doing here. We're just trying to mimic uh, a natural conversation, which is yeah. why we don't um, have a pre-meeting where we're discussing the nuances of what we're gonna you know record. I I believe that some dumb things are said even in a regular conversation yeah for sure if if you feel listeners that sometimes we say some dumb things well understand that we're having an honest and open conversation this is why we have the rules and you hear them every time our episodes begin it only takes 12 seconds but the idea is we want to make sure that you understand exactly what's happening while you are listening so for first time listeners thank you for joining us as well and believe me, I say some dumb things. Do you remember Both that lottery do. take? Wow. Oh. <laughs> Where the math was like from $1, oh, from $1 million to it was actually $1. You, you have wow, you have like elephant memory. Man, I don't remember all of the that, stupid things I've said. Well, that, so. <laughs> it's because you don't say very many. No, I do. I, then I, I should remember them because nah, there's less to remember. Now, that was a do. I mean, maybe that was just a doozy. 
it, it was, was just like so embarrassing when we got the thing. I was like, oh yeah. Listen, we, we don't bad math. We, we don't consider ourselves mathematicians. <laughs> and my son is so smart at math. Like, yeah, he he's is. really good at math. Yeah, yes. Look, look, I need to I need to give him a shout out real quick. Okay, because because Jonah's just amazing. Like like I know that there's other kids that do this too and all that stuff, but I've watched him solve a Rubik's cube, which would me for me it would be unsolvable. In less than 35 seconds. They did in 25 seconds. He did 25 seconds. Yeah, which is pretty good. I mean, but in the in the actual cubing world. I mean, I understand, but we're not comparing him to that. I'm I'm comparing him to me, the sure. one who has taken 40 years of life. Okay, maybe I didn't start that early, but the, the point is at least 35 years where I've never solved one. I'm just saying right now there's a cubing nerd, which my son is one. He'll admit he's a cubing nerd. Sure, sure. It's going, that's not, that's not very fast at all. <laughs> Well, you know what? <laughs> then, then you contact us and and let us see how fast. Do you we do have it. any QB nerds on our podcast? Hey, that's a good one. That's yeah, good and one. it's really all relative, though. Should, like you're right. Is, so I have a Pez collection in my office. There you go. That um, if you're going to judge me on that, never come to my office. But it's quite <laughs> extensive. Like, but I have, that's not even your whole collection. I mean, it's it's most of it. Okay, it's okay, most of it. Okay, but I have most of it there at the office. But when someone comes in, they're like, oh, man, just, have you ever posted this? Is this like, is this like the most? What is in, in the Pez world? I'm, I'm Trump change. Like, I got nothing. I was watching a video the other day, and I saw this guy's collection. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and it was, it was so many. Yeah. But if someone just doesn't collect Pez, they think, oh, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. But Fair point. It's relative. It's, it's not that much at all. But we talked about this. Like, I don't collect anything. Mm. so any any so collection is i don't huge have to yeah i don't there's nothing that i have like that so mm. i i think I, I, when we talked about this in in one of our episodes I, I don't remember which one or how far back we go but i was like i don't know i said something that was just you were like oh here we go curse your kind or whatever mm, you want to phrase kind. whatever, yeah. whatever <laughs> so, phrase you know what phrase we use don't even the, pretend like you don't know the point is <laughs> no i just don't necessarily fully ascribe to the to the same but the, the the point is i can't say anything because i don't have any type of anything like this i'm not part of a club of stuff like you know cubers and i don't collect anything it's just kind of like sports is where yeah, i yeah you have a sports thing that you're yeah. good at you know a lot of stats and you know a lot about sure, sports but, but like you'll mention players that i have no idea what you're talking about this show. <laughs> Sure. I don't know what's happening. Sure, that in cars. I I, I really oh you know, know yeah about yeah yeah. Cars. He knows yeah. a lot about cars too. Yeah, because uh, PJ yeah. cares. Don't start. Nothing don't start. Because I'm just gonna glaze over. <laughs> he starts talking about cars. I glaze over, and he'll talk for about ten minutes. <laughs> and I've not said a word. I'm like, okay, I have no idea what you're saying right now. But he'll just keep going. <laughs> he, I, yeah. I'm trying to. You help are a little you nerdy about cars. Bit. Yes, just yeah. a little bit. A little, little bit. Sports and cars. I think it's yeah. where. But but I'm not a um a gearhead either. Where it's like I know every intricacy of every engine and transmission and that kind of stuff. Now yeah, you know more, more about the the high end cars, and not really just yeah. You like luxury cars, and you know a lot about well, them. Well, and, cars and models, and yeah. and some a little bit of the horsepowers and that kind of stuff, and and appointments that the vehicle has. Yes, yeah, I, what, I, I don't even know what that things. means. What appointments? Uh, what appointments do they have? <laughs> I have an appointment to go in for an oil change. Is that kind of appointment? No, no, no. I'm glad you asked. Appointments are just no. Kind of like I, I'm the glad. No, I'm glad I didn't ask. <laughs> it, it, no, no, I'm saying like like. I'm not glad have... I asked. <laughs> no, You're not gonna let me go the rabbit hole. No, no, we're not lying in a rabbit hole again. <laughs> all right, all right, sure. Okay, so we'll leave, we'll leave that alone then. But the point is, the, the, it's just the amenities. The amenities that the vehicle has, like uh, the the 
a panoramic sunroof, for instance. See, right? I tried when to stop it, and he more... keeps going. I this was just trying to clarify, it's so if our listeners are wondering, they don't have to think that it's an appointment <laughs> like going to Jiffy Lube or something. <laughs> they know they're smart. <laughs> oh, mercy. Lord. Oh, man. All right, so what, what we're going to do today is we are going to uh, get into some old questions from a year ago because we just got done doing the conference-wide event that we call Regenerate Youth and Young Adult yeah. Festival. Ooh. It was awesome. Let me tell you. Uh, no bias here about the speaker, but what I am talking about is the program. You are a little biased about the speaker, but she sure. she killed it. Sure, sure. She, she did a really good job. I'm really proud of her. She My sister it. was a speaker, but, yes. but no here nor there. What, what really stood out to me was the fact that I had some students, mm -hmm. right? Not just high school students, but also college students that attend Southern that were like, they hadn't gone when they were in high school. They went for the first time now and they were like, we loved it so much that they want to come back next year. Nice. And I'm like, wow, that is so positive to think that now that they're older, they're appreciating uh, what they were, uh, the experience, the yeah. experience there and what they were exposed to at Regenerate. So we encourage you to always know that the first weekend in March every year we have Regenerate. Just be on the lookout for that on the Georgia Cumberland Conference website. Yeah. I think things went pretty smoothly. We yeah. did have a little bit of controversy, which we might get into later. Controversy? What? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll get into it later. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I want to talk about it yet. Okay, okay. Uh, but let's um, get into... So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about questions that were asked last year when we did our podcast live. Sure. It, they were basically all mental health questions. A lot of them. Now, we are going to preface this. Today, we don't have any experts with us in That's this correct. field. So, Jacina's not with us. We also don't have a female with us, and there's a question right. in there PC's about something. not here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, we might ask these questions at another time we will. with smarter people, but we want to just ask some questions and, and do it more conversational style as to how we might approach it. So, I'm just going to give Curcio the floor. Um, after a break? Or uh, yeah, gonna... after the break. But okay. after the break, I'll give you the floor. You're just going to ask some random questions. So we're just going to kind of off the top, top of our head, off the cuff, just kind of Talk about them. Sure. And we're going to come from a biblical perspective more than anything, because that's one thing yeah. we actually know more about. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're pastors. So yeah. hopefully we know a little bit about that. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and some mental health stuff we'll talk about. But remember, we're not professionals. If you need professional help in any of these areas, please consult a professional. And we will have Jacina in a female in future episodes if we step over ourselves. Right now, break. We're so professional. And we're back. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. He's good. still laughing. He laughed that whole break. I sure did. He, he was laughing the whole break. Oh, man. That All right. So, funny. hey, man. So, ask some questions of this. Oh, by the way, before Regenerate, my daughter texted me and was like, hey, are you doing the Are you doing the Diversity Downhill thing for the Regenerate Sabbath School? Oh, and I was like, yeah. no. Why? Like, oh. people are asking. They liked it. Oh, well, that's great to yeah, hear. It's great to hear that. Yeah, shout out yeah. to our listeners. Thank you so much. Maybe we'll do that another year. Well, I don't think they started listening to the podcast afterwards, though, which is some did. Is hurtful. Some did. We we, we <laughs> hurtful. They loved it, but they didn't listen to the podcast. Wow, <laughs> wow. Some did. Some did. So <laughs> we did get an uptick uh, shortly after regenerate. Oh, yeah, um, we did. Okay. But did they stay? I don't know. Mm. That, that's that's the question. Um, all right. Did so you I guess stay some or did here. you go now? Oh, that's it. Okay, I didn't know. I don't know yeah. if it was a it was a jingle or a song. You don't know the should I stay or should I go now? No, really, it's an old lady song. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for the shout out to the old lady song. All right, so 
Is that what you said? No, 80s song. Oh, 80s song. My bad. I thought you said old song. I thought you were about to. See, see. Mm. Dumb things. Here it goes. Mm. Professionals. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's some of the questions that we had. PJ, you go ahead and pick uh, which one of these you want us to discuss today. Here we go. Um, Probably discuss a few. As Christian youth, how should we deal with same-sex attraction? That was one of the questions there. Ooh, we did address that one with Jacina, though. We sure did. So we won't get into that one. If you need a little bit of that, backtrack a few episodes. Yeah. Um, now, we did talk a, a little bit about some LGBTQ stuff at this year's Regenerate, which is where some of the controversy came into. Okay. Okay. Well, we might Maybe get we'll address a question about it. All right. Let's see. So here's another one. Uh, how do you know if you have anxiety or depression? We also addressed this with Jacina. Yeah, a while back so go ahead and, and look into that um somebody uh just told us they wanted a hot dog interesting i guess, I guess they're trying to be funny or i well I, I guess it was before lunch so it was maybe, before lunch we served pizza though so they didn't get a hot dog no. yeah sure well maybe we'll sorry. keep that in mind for next sorry time. you didn't get a hot dog <laughs> all right so here's here's a here's a pretty good one it seems i don't know if you want to go down this road but uh i can't seem to overcome my mentality of pleasing people before taking care of my needs how do I overcome? Mm. What do I do? I keep being numb to it all. Wow, there, there's a lot there. There sure is. The, the, the numbness is interesting. Yeah. So, okay, ask the question again. Okay, it says, I can't seem to overcome my mentality of pleasing people before taking care of my needs. How do I overcome? What do I do? And then it says, I keep being numb to it all. Mm, I think I think there's something about the numb that probably need to contact a professional about that if the, if you're feeling numb and what are you feeling numb about? I mean, they say all, which is that's that's definitely something you'd have to explore. Now, there's my psychology roots going. Well, we need to explore th- this portion. Sure, we are triage in, in yeah, other yeah. words when it comes to to mental health, so we can at least assess that. Now, I will say that there. me and you probably have a little bit of different perspective on this. You're a little bit more uh, self care oriented. Sure, I I agree with the concept of you need to take care of yourself, love yourself and make sure that you're doing uh, things that are, you, you know, healthy. I think the Bible lays out an immense ways mm-hmm. for true self-care, by the way. Right. Because I do believe the terms that we call self-care now mm-hmm. are not always actual self-care. Mm. Well, what do you mean? Because I feel like a lot of the self-care that we talk about now is selfish or self-indulgent care mm. and not spiritual actual spiritual care okay because the bible spiritual care is its dependence on god Mm -hmm. it's prayer it's petition it's some of it is serving others is actually self-care right because we were made to work and we were made to to have relationships that are other centered sure and when we so, so like for instance in a marriage my job as a husband is to give all i can to my wife right I'm taking care of her, but in doing that, there is a reciprocal uh, thing that happens in that relationship, right? Mm -hmm. That actually leads to self-care. I believe that working hard is actually self-care because we were created to work, Mm -hmm. right? Now, do you need to have vacations and rest periods? Yeah, I believe that rest is a part of God's intention. That's why he gave us the Sabbath. That's why he gave us nighttime, Mm-hmm. right? To give us that rest, especially as we fell into sin. So rest is an important concept of that. Uh, I think fellowship is another one of those things that 
is given to us as well. There's mm-hmm. also quiet time and reflection time, which we saw Jesus do. Right. He would go off by himself, mm-hmm. but it wasn't to go off by himself and binge Netflix. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to go off by himself and have a pity party. It wasn't to go off by himself and play video games, which is one of my coping mechanisms. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, Mine too. Yeah. That, so to me, I would call that self-care. But to me, that's not actual true biblical self-care. Mm-hmm. He would go off by himself to commune with his father in heaven, to meditate and to pray right. on God's things. And so that's where I feel like the today's self-care terms are bother me because I need a day of self-care. So I need a, a, a week off to just, and it ends up being about yourself as in selfish, not connecting with God. God's really the only true person who can give us peace. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And so that's, that's where I come from. Mm-hmm. And I know you say you need to love yourself before you can love other people. Right. But I also think that loving people helps you love yourself. Right. I think my approach to it is, in order, yes, the, the core of it is you have to love others in order to love yourself in order to love others. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't love yourself, it's kind of difficult to know what love loving others looks like. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yes, a relationship with God is about surrender. It's about selflessness. Mm-hmm. Um, and the term self-care sounds very self-involved. And, and I get that. And in some ways, how people interpret what self-care looks like mm-hmm. also makes it complicated. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if. If it's just satisfying all of your innate desires, mm-hmm. then you're not really self-caring because if you're binging TV, even though you are um, not thinking about the, whatever challenges you're facing, the challenges aren't going away and you're not mm-hmm. really addressing those. You're just numbing it. Sure. Right. And then same uh, idea where uh, if you're going to eat ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. Eating a lot of ice cream isn't good for you either for your health. Right. So mm-hmm. there's that that whole idea when, when you know you're addressing the pity party or what have you um however i do think that there's room there's room for us to be able to say you know what i am going to give myself a pleasure right sure something that that is going to be able to um i don't want to say get me through because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't necessarily get you through. It gives you a moment of just mm-hmm. oh, a respite right it, it, it hits those what are the what are the hormones that in the endorphins endorphins or there's another one isn't there anyways well it, it just the, the idea is dopamine it, the, the, oh, the dopamine, the dopamine, yeah, the dopamine hit. hit yeah yeah so so there is that right mm-hmm. and i think that there's room for that you just don't want to go to that every single time and think that you're doing yourself a favor mm-hmm. because like you said in self-care which again we we do kind of overlap on this which is you want to care for yourself like when jesus would separate from the world to get real refueled to be able to tackle what's happening in the world and what he was going to face so that same concept and idea does come where we want to draw closer to god we don't want to use earthly things to fill a void that only god can fill and 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 we do that also and get addicted to narcotics and Mm. and sex and other things right to try to address that feeling that we have that we need Mm. the help and we need to care for ourselves so again it's it's that fine line where it's like i can't go don't can't always go for the endorphins and the dopamine hit or what have you but there is room to say you know what in this one i i really need some comfort like for instance right now we're going through a whole lot in in our community Mm -hmm. you know particularly um i have different challenges that i'm facing in in youth ministries locally 
Um, and besides that, now we don't have a senior pastor or an associate senior pastor. Wow, dude. Right. So, so you're, right now, is everyone thinking you're doing it all now? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but, but the reality is, uh, we find ourselves in a situation where it is, um, uncommon to ha- to have both yeah. senior leadership gone. Sure. And, and this is one of those, those things that also causes a lot of stress. And then it, it also, well, increases the workload because we have to divvy that up among the staff. Thankfully, we have a staff that we can do that because right. in other places, you know, you don't. Sure. And that's just part of it. So um, how am I coping with all of this? Well, first of all, I'm taking care of my mental health. This is self-care. I have a, a counselor. I've, mm-hmm. I've had, you know, I haven't. I've shared this multiple times. I'm unashamed about this. I have a counselor, I have a therapist, and I have a coach. They, they each focus on different things for my own personal mental health. And it's helped me. It's helped me cope with this. It's helped me make good decisions. It's helped me stay grounded and not be overwhelmed. You know, so, so they, yeah, part of self-care is get the help you need to be able to face what you're facing. Yeah. Not, and, and, and binging on stuff or trying to get that hit isn't helping. The situation right so make sure you understand that whole idea of self-care where where how you're really caring for yourself so and, and going back to the question because it's very interesting he said how do, the person said how do i get away from the pleasing others right and this and this speaks to that whole idea and and you know you can chime in here i didn't mean to jump in and interrupt you the whole idea of your motives mm. because when you're busy trying to please other people and i was one of those people mm-hmm. before the idea is i want to be liked there you go and, and and that's an important part yeah you you can't be mentally healthy if you're a people pleaser because you are trying to please people so they'll like you or f- feel good about yourself correct so service is different than people pleasing exactly so if you're going to people please someone li- listen you, you're going to go to maybe somewhere you don't want to go Right. Or a place that's bad for you. Yeah. Or you're going to in, indulge in an activity that's not good. Right. It's not caring for right. yourself. Yeah. Right. So right. you're going you're gonna to do that to people, please. Now, if it's, hey, I need help moving and you have the time to help them move mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, well, I really need a mental health. Well, I mean, do you? So it's like, what's the re what's what's behind the people pleasing concept is really the most important part. Why are you trying to please someone? Right. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to to do that? That's the most important part of this question. I feel like that needs to be answered and get a little bit deeper into. Well, I want to talk a little bit about what service is. Right. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, service is is doing something without expecting something in return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Because that's what service. The mm-hmm. idea of service. Yeah. And the idea of people pleasing, you are getting something in return. Exactly. You're getting their appreciation or their like or their mm, affection or yes. what have you, which is what right. you're seeking. So when you can address the motive of why you're pleasing people, right, right then you can go ahead and say, truly, uh, am I caring for myself? Mm-hmm. And is there are there selfish motives? And if there are, then your self-care process may be misguided. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to to address here. Um, but if you're seeking God and God is leading you to serve, right. And you, you're doing that without any desire to get anything in return, then truly you're fulfilling that idea of loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have some interesting concepts about 
more constant. My, my, let's 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 move on to the next question because I can get way down this. <laughs> you you wanted to go down the rabbit hole? Nah, huh? it's not a rabbit hole. It's still the same question. But I oh well then go ahead. Nah, and no, 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 no. Let's go. Move to the next question. All right, all right, fine. So here's another one that we got. Um, how should a Christian get rid of of a toxic relationship? Mm. I mean, I'd have. Here's the problem with some of these questions: sure. is I need to know. Not necessarily specifics, but a little bit more about the situation. Like what kind of relationship, right? Yeah, is it what? familial? Is exactly. it relational? Like exactly. relationship, yeah. you know, like boyfriend-girlfriend kind of thing? Or? Is it a friend thing? Is it boyfriend-girlfriend? Is it, f- right. is, yeah, is it family? Well, let's pick one. Let's just pick us, uh, at least give some tips for, um, I don't know, let's say friendships. Because that's, that's one we all have to sure. one degree. But w- and so here's another thing of mine. And, okay. and I want to make this clear. Sure. I'm always a little. I, I'm always a little skeptical, okay. and I'm always a little critical in the fact that I want to think a little bit deeper about things, and even in my own life. So when I define something, mm-hmm. how do I define that, right? Okay. So I feel like a lot of times in today's society, we overuse terms like toxic. Okay. Sometimes when someone disagrees with us and we have arguments, oh, that's just toxic. Or there's a toxic work environment when it's just a work environment that you're not used to or you're not comfortable with. Uh-huh. We overuse that term. And so, but let's let's talk about a true toxic relationship. Right? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I can define it. If define you want toxic. All right, here we go. So dictionary.com defines toxic as of pertaining to, affected with, or caused by toxin or poison. Or a toxic condition. So that's like literal. Yeah, that's literal toxic. Like toxic. And then it says acting as or having the effect of a poison. Okay, we're back there. Um, sure, if you could poison a relationship. I think that's what they're what they're saying. Sure, sure. Here's another one pertaining to or noting debt that will probably not be repaid, like toxic mortgages. Mm. Okay. And then I think this is the one that, nope, this is financial too. Um, man, they don't they don't address relationships at all. Yeah, they don't on really. this. So basically, it's a poisonous relationship. Sure, let's a relationship take that literal, that's yeah, bringing you down or killing you in a figurative or, way, or or impacting how you behave, right? Sure. Because a poison or a toxin will impact yeah um your behavior. Anyhow, go ahead. So let's go let's go with that. This is a an actual toxic relationship because I I believe there are toxic relationships. Now you're talking boyfriend and girlfriend, or are you talking about friends? Like, well, let's go with friends. Friends, first. okay, sure. I mean, I think in all of these, it's important to have boundaries. Absolutely. Every relationship has boundaries. Yes, it does. This is an argument that I've had with my kids in the past. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, I'll confess, boundaries are something I struggled with growing up because mm. we were very bad at boundaries in my household. But anyhow, go ahead. Interesting. We should talk some. Anyways, uh, so. Oh, not my current household. I'm talking about. No, when no, I was no. Growing I up. Well, go ahead. Boundaries. Um, are important. Every relationship has boundaries. Yeah. Most of them are unspoken. Yes. Right. Right. Even marriages have boundaries mm-hmm. and respect things. So let's, 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 I think the first thing to do in a tox, if you feel like you're in a toxic relationship is set some boundaries. Okay. And if those boundaries are being infringed upon, mm-hmm. then you back away in those certain areas. Makes sense. Um, I think even Jesus had boundaries that yes. he oh, had with he his friends and, yes. and, and the Pharisees in the times. He would set boundaries. And I think about this the other day when he sent the disciples out to 
evangelize. Mm -hmm. He said, when you go to a house and they don't accept it, right? He didn't say sit there and argue with them, mm -hmm. demean them, say bad things about them, or demonize debate, them, debate, debate them. them. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, hey, just wipe the dust off your feet and Move go on. to the next place. Right. Right. Th so that was kind of his, his thing, but he was always also seeking out to restore relationships. Absolutely. Here, here's another example uh, where he set a boundary uh, when the crowd was getting too big and he was like, I'm going to get out on this ship mm -hmm. so I don't get crushed, right? Mm -hmm. He was understanding his personal space was being infringed upon and people wanted to get so, much, so close to him that his, his body couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. So he got out on the ship and he preached from there, right? And another, another boundary was when he did the loaves and fishes. He knew they were about to make him king. That was not part of his thing. He set a boundary and he left. And, and he, he told his disciples right, exactly, to, left, exactly, to exactly. leave. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so there's always boundaries being set. Now, I once again, going back to the Bible, I believe the Bible gives us so much wisdom. I don't feel like we dig into the Bible enough mm -hmm. to look for what relationships look like, for what mm -hmm. boundaries look like, and what reconciliation looks like. Mm -hmm. Because even if we're in a toxic relationship, we should do what we can to restore if it's possible. Yeah. Now, 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 if there's abuse. Oh yeah, no, you got to get out of there. You you and walk away from abusive situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you run out of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, now, can you still have a relationship with that person? Sometimes there's distance. depends on the abuse. Yeah, it depends on the abuse. distance and different. Yeah. Like maybe it's just a phone relationship. Maybe mm -hmm. it's just a relationship in public. Maybe it's you know. Sure. And and sometimes relationships are not salvageable. Oh, absolutely. Right. And you have to know your limits. Like that's part of setting boundaries. Sure. Uh, you can you have to make sure that you don't set the boundary at your limit. Mm -hmm. You know, like cuz by then you probably will lose it or you or you probably, you know, will violate your boundary if you put it all the way out there. Like for instance, when people are putting up a fence around their house, they don't put it exactly on the line. They put it just a couple feet away from their the, where their property ends, right? right. Is that same concept? If you understand that you can only spend three days with your with your in-laws, right, for instance, right, don't wait until the third day. Right. Give them two. Right. Right. And that's and that's kind of how you you want to start down that road of boundaries. But go ahead. Yeah. So I think boundaries is, is number one. Um, and number two is you if you feel like someone is bringing you down, mm -hmm. leading you down a path, you should not go, mm -hmm. which is what talks a toxic relationship is it's they're leading you down a road. You shouldn't go. Sure. Where you're hurting yourself. Right? Yeah. You're hurting yourself. Then you walk away as right. a Christian. You have the right to walk away from that relationship. Sure. Sure. And, and again, sometimes people stay in these relationships because they feel like they can't have another, or they feel like this is, this relationship means so much to me that I don't want to risk losing it. Mm. And that is something that you also have to assess. What has kept me in this toxic relationship? Mm -hmm. Who am I trying to please? What am I afraid of? Yeah. And, and I think that that would also help um, address some of the anxieties and that, that come up with thinking, how do I get out of this? Mm -hmm. Right. But we don't want you to end up in a depressive state, which can also happen in, in toxic relationships and then make decisions that you'll regret later or you can't return from, right? So this is yeah. also why it's important to stay away from toxic relationships. And I think in most in a most most relationships, whether it's a friendship, relationship, or familial, all these things basically apply. Now it's harder to walk away from family because you're family. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But that's when you really have Well, unless your family really stinks. But if yeah. you have the Fast and the Furious family, you never walk oh, away from no, family. No, you never walk away from family. <laughs> but once again, there I think boundaries 
is the key to that one and stating those boundaries. Mm -hmm. All right. Got another question? Yeah. Someone asked, how do you deal with stress and anxiety? We covered that with, yeah. with Jacine as well. Now I do want to, I do want to remind you, stress and anxiety are two different things. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> that's correct. Stress and anxiety are not. And that's something that I wish people kind of realized more because sometimes I feel like, and, and this is once again, me, the, the critical side, critical thinker of me. That's all right. And I want to make sure that we're, we're at least that I'm aware of this. Having a bad day doesn't mean that you're anxious or that you're, that things aren't going right in your life. Mm -hmm. Just because, so I can wake up and have a sad day. Sure. We all have sad days. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you're depressed or that you're anxious. Mm -hmm. And I think that especially with kind of the social media world where we see so much positivity, like in here's my life, things are great, wonderful. Yeah, because people only post what's good for yeah. the most well, part. Well, they, they do one extreme or the other. Yeah. Sure. It's all about the extremes. Yeah, yeah I have seen it's, somebody it, like crying on a like yeah. bawling. Yeah. And I'm like, are you grieving on social media? Like what? It's not probably the healthiest place to do it. Uh, yeah, no. Everyone grieves differently. Anyways. Okay, well let me not be a judge of that. Sorry. We don't we're no, just supposed to be no judgment zone, nah, but go ahead. Go ahead. We could be critical in, in uh, not in a bad way, but you know, critically thinking and a little bit skeptical to know, because I, I think that's that's a pop. Can, can be a positive thing as long as we're moving in the right direction sure. for understanding. Sure. Yeah. Grieving is a good thing. Yeah. That's, that's what we're trying to say. But, but I remember someone saying like, Hey, listen, just because someone's sad today. Yeah. Mean we, they're depressed. Yeah. It all, yeah. we all have sad days. Life isn't perfect. We're going to have sad days. Don't, don't take that as in, Oh man, I must be depressed or I, I, my life needs to be great and happy and fun all the time. No, that's not life. Mm -hmm. Life has its ups and downs. Right. And even when you're in a healthy spot, you're going to have some sad days. It's yeah. just the way life is. Makes sense. But stress and anxiety are different. If you if you have anxiety, make sure that you see a professional. Mm -hmm. Stress, there's different ways to cope with stress. Exercise, um, rest, yeah. <laughs> eating well, yeah, yeah. Um, being able to have a friend that you can talk to mm -hmm. confidentially and to deal with the things that are stressing you out. Sure. Having, you know, companionship. All those right. are great for stress. Yeah. Anxiety, we probably need a little bit more professional, like Jacina. And I think she gave us some things on she that. She did, she did. So you can go ahead and check check her episode out about that. True. Um, here's another one. This is this is very interesting. Might be, it might have to be our last one uh, for today. But here it is. As a college student, how do I keep good mental health and good grades? You can't have both. Okay. Well, if this is a com if this was a conversation I would have with this person in in private. I would say I'm going to push back a little bit. Okay. Push back on what? You, you can have both. You can? I mean. Well, tell me, how can I have both, PJ? Well, you had some good ideas. You had some of the good things on no, this. No, no, no. I'm trying to play the role of the, the, the person just so that way, you know, so it feels real to oh. you. Oh. I don't, I have my, yeah, I'm going to make points now, but yeah. I'm just saying I'm trying to embody the person who's asking that question. Well, I'd ask them some more questions such okay. as well, like what? tell me why, why do you feel like you can't have it? What are, what are some of the, the pitfalls that you think are well, stopping you from having both? Well, because I'm trying. And when I do my homework, you know, it takes me a really long time. And then, mm -hmm. um, in, it takes me so long to do my homework that now I, I, it just stresses me out. So then I can't, I, I'm not succeeding at having good grades. And then I can't hang out with my friends because I'm always doing my homework and it takes me so long and that makes me sad. Okay. So there's there's two there's two things here. Okay. If we're dealing with anxiety, which could be part of the problem. Okay. Hey, let's go see a counselor. Okay. 
but and Southern just, has good counselors, by Southern the way. Southern has good if, counselors. If they go to Southern, if they don't reach out to your university, I think every university has. If we're if uh, we're counselors. talking about stress, there's, I would, in your situation, I was like, hey, let's let's see some tutors that maybe can help you study. Oh, that can maybe help you go quicker. True. True. Study habits. Very Once good. again, setting boundaries is important. Yep. Yep. All yep, right. Yep, so setting boundaries in your own life. And some of those boundaries when it comes to school is what are your priorities? Yeah, there you go. So you're taking the answers right out of my mouth. Well, go I ahead. know it's all right. No, no, it's good. We're on the same page here. Here are some of the things that as a college student, when I was there, why, why I wasn't doing well scholastically mm-hmm. is, well, I was, Spending a little bit too much time socializing. Yeah, yeah. I was spending a little bit too much time video gaming. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I did have a, I did have a job, but I don't feel like that interfered in the way. The times I felt most anxious and most stressful mm-hmm. was when I was prioritizing non-school things. Okay, makes sense. But I was, so if you're in college, that's your job. Yeah. That's your main job. Correct. And is it a lot of work? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Right, right. It's a sacrifice you're making for those years. Now, I think, you know, partly as well, when when uh, high school students come and talk to me Mm -hmm. about college and how it's causing them stress or anxiety, thinking that they're going to go have to, quote unquote, grow up. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, The the concept is, I believe the secret to 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 succeeding in college is time management, Mm, time management. That's a good one. It's, It's just time management. If you can manage that your goes time along well, with priorities. Correct, correct. Right. If you can manage your time well, you'll have time for it all. You just have you'll to know. You'll have time for your things that you've prioritized. Right, right. Well, you're not gonna well, have time for it all. Well, what I'm saying is, you can. You're not gonna be able to have it all at once, mm-hmm. but you can have it all, just not all at once. So, so what am I saying? If you wanted to catch uh, some amazing vespers program, you can have time to do that. Right. But you're not going to catch it every week. Oh, I'm going to push back on that one. I mean, I'm trying to say like, OK, let me not let me say a concert then. Not Vespers. OK. All right. Vespers, you. Yeah. Here you have to go to church. Like well, it's obligated. Now, why so, do you choose Vespers? We'll talk about no, that. Because it actually is going to move into one of my points. But go ahead. OK, well, well, I picked Vespers because we said we we're going to go down the religious. I re push. I re I retract my push back <laughs> and we'll. Counter that after your point of the concert. Okay, the concert. So the concert, yeah, you might not be able to catch this concert, but you right. might catch another one yeah. later on, right? So so knowing that right now, because you have a paper that's due, that's not going to be due the next time there's a concert that rolls around, then you may have the concert experience another time. So not all of the concerts, all of the time, because... You know, just like in school, you don't have a paper due all of the time Mm -hmm. and you don't have tests all of the time. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that you manage your time in a way where you can actually experience these things. And yes, it will. Your time management is reflected heavily on your priorities. So you nailed it on on those two fronts. And you're going to have to make sacrifices if you're in school. Absolutely. Just like in life. But the sacrifice doesn't have to be mental health. You need to you need to reprioritize your brain to think, well, I'm in school now. This is my main objective. Correct. Now, why I push back on Vespers Vespers a little bit is because I believe that God has given us, once again in Scripture, wonderful ways to cope. Like Sabbath. Hello. Boom. There it is, the Sabbath. So Vespers is a Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So what a lot of kids don't take advantage of Sabbath for actual rest. Wait, 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 PJ. So, so here's the thing, though. <laughs> this is what popped into my head, and maybe this is a rabbit hole we don't want to go down, but here's the thing. Uh-huh. As Adventists, because I can only speak about our, our, our denomination, right. can we be a little challenged 
on how loaded we make Sabbaths that we don't really rest? Sure. I mean, once again, this is this depends on the person in the situation in life. Sure, see, I agree. See, I mean, I I'm per- in a very busy. So I'm I, in a very busy, busy, busy church. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot I, going on in this. Oh yeah, community. yeah, yeah. But go ahead. And, and you're in a pastor position, so you know you, that's different. You're yeah, expected I, I to do. Yeah, I don't, but as I don't a, as a normal person, I'm a little bit back in the more normal realm when I'm not traveling. So when I do go to church, yeah. I can be more of a church person sure if i'm not you know traveling and doing something there right but what what i feel like is the sabbath was made for rest yes it was right and the sabbath so depending on who you are that rest may look a little differently sure and depending on what part of your life that may look differently absolutely for some parts of your life rest may be service mm, very good it could be it could be yeah. for some parts of your life like maybe you're a student mm-hmm. it's hey taking an extra nap it's walking it's taking a hike in the woods yeah it's fellowshipping with your friends yes right yes yes, yes. it could be it, if you if you sacrifice that during the week especially right be able to have that reconnection right with god and with others right which is also important anyways well so. let's go back to biblical the way we, we were made sure once again we were made to work we just were okay and the bible said i mean to tend the earth, that's what Adam and Eve were made. They weren't right. made to sit idly. They weren't made to just sit there and do nothing. Sure. They actually you had... You mean to tell me we're not going to be in clouds playing harps? And that kind of I mean, maybe if that's your job, a musician, <laughs> partially. No, it's all right. I'm just going on that. Uh, that but that we are going to... T- right. I feel like we're going to have houses and we're going to tend the earth and we're going to take care sure, of things sure, and take sure. care of each other. Agreed. There's going to be service in heaven, right? Yeah, right. So, and, in the, and even when the Bible talks about the Sabbath, it says, hey, six days you shall work and do all your labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Labor and do your work, yeah. Nailed it. Interesting. Yeah. Some people think we only need four day work weeks, which is fine if that's what you think. But those other two days, th- there is work involved, like maybe at your home or yeah, maybe yeah. things You're like that. You're still doing stuff. You're yeah. st- you should still be active. Right. Doing something that's productive. We were made to produce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were made to also create. Yeah. Right. Right. That's the way God made us. We're yeah. in his image. We're made to create and produce, mm-hmm. not sit and do anything. What a blessing. It is. To know that it's amazing. That's yeah, what we're, we're made to do. Yeah. And that should give us some freedom to produce and to create. And one of the problems with social media for most of us is that we're consumers and not producers. Mm. Mm. And when all we do is consume, we're going against what God made us to do. Mm. Now, let's go back to the, the studying. Sure. So at school, I know I didn't do a good enough job of actually revitalizing myself on Sabbath. Okay which led to maybe more stress later on. Or maybe I felt like, oh, I got I really got to study and catch up. Well, no, that's, that's, your, that's your self-care, God-care day that God instituted at creation. Yeah, those 24 hours. Those 24 hours of, no, don't study. Yeah. Don't worry about grades. Mm-hmm. Just, just rest and relax. And that's, I believe when people take true advantage of Sabbath and Sabbath rest, mm-hmm they get an, um, such an amazing recharge. Sure. And I think that part of the rhythms that we established prior to getting to college also impacts that, right? Yeah, sure. This is a, a college student who was asking the question. Mm-hmm. So that whole concept, for instance, when I was in high school, I was like, I'm not doing homework on Saturdays. Yeah. Saturday night, I'm going to play. I'm going to eat pizza. I'm going to watch movies with my friends, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And in college, I found myself sometimes having to do not do that and do homework on Saturday nights after yeah. the Sabbath, after right. I rested, right? So it's one of those things that you just got to understand that sometimes you got to re rethink and re reshape your rhythms. Mm-hmm. And, and that is also important in order for you to have both. But to say that you can't have both 
is is will we will push back on that. I, you I you can. You, you just can't have it all at once. And and, and I will say you this. You got to spread it out. What I didn't realize that as a college student was that all of your life you will be challenged with this in one way or another. Sure. So the, probably the easiest time of my life was a couple years after college. Mm-hmm. Right. But there comes a point when I got married. Right. Right. And that adds another relationship to the house and starting a home. And then I had kids. Mm-hmm. And I promise you that having kids, being married and having a full-time job is more time consuming than school. <laughs> Absolutely. And so it's great that you're asking this question now because right. you need to start coping with these now Correct. and realizing I still can have self I can still have good mental health mm-hmm. and good grades in school and take care of my job. Right. Right. If I prioritize right, look for the right help. Cause sometimes you need help. Yeah. And sometimes you need help. Oh yeah. With grades, right? Again, even to, to reframe your, your rhythms, you need right. help. It's yeah. because you've had those habits for years. Right. And then you're now all of a sudden in college, a new chapter and you have to understand this is a different rhythm for this time. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you also have to, we, we also have to bear in mind. Your life isn't going to be exactly the same when you were uh, an adolescent and then a teen. And then when you are in college, like the, the your life changes. Yeah. And then when you get married and you have kids, your life you're changes. adulting, your life changes. So right. these are different chapters with different focuses that if you need the help to, to see how you can achieve both, seek it. There are people mm-hmm. who can help you with that. And we want to encourage you to do that because, yes, you can have both. Yeah, there's hope. There's hope. hope. There's always hope. All right. Do we got time for... Uh, we're probably done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got through some questions. Yeah, yeah. There was hear- one question that I wanted to get get to that you thought we'd be mansplaining. But no, let's... let's, let's, let's yeah, then let's not mansplain because uh, <laughs> that's why we gave that... What, can we tease it? What is the question for future? What was it? It was... Uh, oh, oh, was purity uh, uh, yes. more... Uh, on women than men. Like, Is, was like it pushed required. more on women? Yeah, let me see if I find the actual uh, question here. Hold on. Um, so, so just as I look for it, just so you know, we didn't discuss the questions off air we just looked at them we looked at them and then we said maybe this oh here it is we should just talk about these on yeah and then we said this one might be mansplaining on us without a female here so do you think purity is pushed more on women than men that was the i feel like i can approach that without mansplaining but i'm a man so no matter what i say it's gonna be mansplaining right yeah pretty much come on i don't like that term mansplaining yeah well (laughs) i mean sometimes it happens yeah i mean again because we speak based on our you right i mean in my household i have three women i dad's playing <laughs> sure i dad's so, playing all the time anyway so yeah right. that purity question i guess we'll we'll wait till we yeah. have pc here maybe pc or can Justina come or somebody hey, pc are you listening it's time for you to come back on yeah let's put some let's put some pressure on in the podcast let's go she's been traveling and stuff though <laughs> yes are you traveling so much she's, Aren't she's really supposed busy. to be teaching pc she is. we need to talk about this she's prepping for this so she, she's gathering stories to share with her students. Yeah, but she went like on a trip with her, with her niece, which she does. Remember, she, she says she does yeah, with she all does her it. nieces yes, and nephews. Yeah, I thought it was during school. How are you doing this, PC? <laughs> Tell me your secrets. <laughs> Tell me your ways. And then, if you have any question, <laughs> any questions, listeners, or if you want to share some of your knowledge and drop it on us, you can do that at diversityonahill at gmail or on the IG at diversityonahill. So, PC, you're gonna pray for us. Let's do it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, you are a good God. Yes, you are. Lord, I just pray that um, all of us, including myself, will 
seek your ways more often, Lord, and how and how much you can help us. Mm-hmm. Lord, may we get into scripture to help us when it comes to maybe mental health, uh, self-care, when it comes to how what kind of relationships we're in and and how we can best maneuver those. Yes. Lord, it's it's best to seek your wisdom. Mm-hmm. And Lord, sometimes that's in the that's in the realm of other asking other people and professionals yes. to help us as well, Lord. Um, Solomon said, hey, in the counsel of many, there is wisdom. Amen. So may we seek that wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for your grace, your love, and your mercy. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. This is PJ, and I'm out. Thank you for listening to Everest on the Hill. And I am PK. Many blessings.